Welcome back, everyone, to another ride along with Jeff and Colleen. Mm-hmm. And we're off again. Of course. I'm always off, and you can mm-hmm. ask Colleen about that. But so <laughs> we have we have discussed it before, and and you know we got some. Christmassy gifts of the Nintendo Switch, and it, sure. it had been years. Mm-hmm. Truly, because we we just didn't have the money at the time right. it came out, well, and all that. We sacrificed a lot to do other things and the, yeah. take care of other things and other people, and so we kind of got to the point where we're like, okay, we're it's not our time to do, now. Yeah, it's just the, it was our time, yeah. right? And. Uh, <clears throat> So, and even this year, because of the pandemic and all that, finding the switch was quite a feat. It was <laughs> really. It was a man. Yeah, it was. A, it was an ordeal. Yeah, a little bit of an ordeal, but it was kind of fun in a way because it was a little bit of a scavenger hunt. Mm-hmm. We needed something to take our minds off of the just crapple that was going on. So yeah. So we've been playing games and, mm-hmm. and we've kind of talked here and there, yeah. but I want. Colleen to talk about this new game that she's been playing. Okay. And, talk- and if you'd rather not, then we... No, no, we can totally talk about it. I was, I figured we were going to talk about all the games we're playing, but... Because we talked a little bit. Did we really talk about um, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening? Um... I don't think we did. I mean, I think we kind of sort of hit on it, but I don't think we really talked about it. I, but, hey, if you want to talk about the new one that I'm playing, then let's, by all means, yeah, talk if we, about it. If, if we have time, I'll talk about <laughs> Breath of the Wild. Otherwise, okay. we could move that to another one. But Yeah, it, but might, it, was, be, it might be a separate conversation. Okay. It's pretty, it, pretty in detail. But, but the game I'm playing, yeah. right? You want to talk about that. So yeah. the game I'm playing is... Dude, we just spent two minutes talking about what we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. The game that I'm playing right now, and I am replaying Link's Awakening, by the way, to try and see how I am can improve, um, how much faster I am at doing things, and how much I can do it without going through walkthroughs. So I kind of feel a little cocky having already beat Link's Awakening or finished Link's Awakening and did pretty well and had to consult you know, walkthroughs a bit, I thought, okay, well, I, I've got it sewn in. I know exactly what I'm doing. I don't need any walkthroughs for anything else. And I'm playing this game called My Time at Portia. And it's a kind of sort of similar game to Link's Awakening in that there are, you know, things you're doing, you're trying to achieve stuff. But really and truly, it's kind of like Link's Awakening meets Animal Crossing. And I know that sounds really weird, but here's why. It's set in a quote-unquote dystopian future where you're on this little island. You come to this island called Portia. And your your father used to be a craftsman there, a builder. And he, uh, he left. And he left you a note and said, Hey, sorry I was a crappy dad. Gotta go. <laughs> and he balances. So you're there. You take over his shop. And you can be a, you get to pick your avatar, and your avatar you can you know change the hair color, you can change all kinds of stuff about it. It's really kind of a fun little thing. You interact with villagers, so it's very much like The Sims, and the the villagers talk to you. And if you run at them, they're like, "Hey, watch out!" 
it's really kind of funny. I like, I like running at them directly and then stopping short because they're like, you almost bumped into me. <laughs> I know, I know. Wow. You can run and jump off of things and you don't get hurt. You go run through abandoned ruins to find some stuff. And you have all kinds of options to do. Um, you know, you, you get tasks, you can get commissions to build things. Um, you have to build your workstation and you have to build these different types of things. Like there's the cutter, there's the furnace, there's a, you know, a, a skiver, which creates fabric and cloth and stuff. And it, there's just all kinds of stuff. And then you have to learn recipes. And then there's this like kind of undertone of darkness around you, which is there's this church of the light that is supposedly against the old world's, you know, technology. And the technology is things like joysticks for like gaming systems and thermoses. And so you're kind of living a rustic life. Um, it's really, um, kind of funny. Oh, and then there's like all these funny little characters. So there's these seven brothers and their names all sound similar. Dawa, Sawa, Nawa, there's another one. There's another few that I can't remember the rest of them, but they're all very, very kind of, they look the same. They're just dressed differently. And then there's the, the mayor of the town. He's kind of a bloated, you know, thinks he's Mr. Wonderful, but he's actually pretty cool. His son's a little bit of a, a douche and, uh, thinks he's God's gift to everything. He sports a blondish mullet. It's pretty funny. Um, <clears throat> the sister's really super sweet and nice. You like her. Her name's Ginger. And then there's like the school teacher. There's a research center and the research center is very much against the, um, the, the church of light. You know, they believe that they're kind of like a cult. And so you have these warring factions and these church of light people try to convince you to not give the data discs that you find that are basically CDs, little old dirty CDs you find in their abandoned rooms. You give those to the research center and they teach you more recipes and how to build things and how to craft things and how to do things and be self-sufficient. The church wants you to give them to them because they don't want you to have that right. information. It reminds me of 2112, but <clears throat> okay. the Rush song. Oh, okay. Rush album. Um, it may have been inspired by that. But, um, but, but, and then there's these, you can buy horses and you can have a stable and you can expand your, you know, your, your, uh, workshop into a nice place to live. You can have whatever. And then you can develop relationships with these characters on the island, these other islanders. You can actually eventually get married and they'll tell you what the perks are of having a relationship with this person. As a husband, this one will do X or Y or Z. As a wife, this one would do... I mean, so there's all kinds of things you can... You can get married to these people. You can... You court them and you give them gifts. And sometimes they'll absolutely love what you give them. And other times they are like, oh, this is really sweet of you, but no, this is just not it. It's really funny. Yeah, it's like, you know, Dragon Age. <laughs> yeah, there's, and it's you know, just again. tons of... Like, it's a Sims thing, but then there's fighting. You can engage in, um, you know, tournaments where you are actually um, competing in martial arts. There's, uh, you, they ask you to do tasks. You get paid. You dig for things. You ha you fall asleep. Oh, and if you're not in your house by, like, 3 a.m. every every day after you've been up all day or whatever, if you, the the game basically forces you to go to sleep at 3 a.m. and wakes you right back up again at 7 o'clock. 
Mm. So you have about four hours sleep if you're like me, and you you run your little character into the ground and uh, make her <clears throat> or him, depending on who you're playing. Um, you run them into the ground. You do all kinds of tasks, and you run all over the place. You have you know skills you learn. You get points for doing things. Interacting with people is is a great thing. There's like all kinds of things you can harvest around the you know the island. There's uh, you know trees and wood that falls in the ground. You need lots of that stuff. There's stones that you absolutely need, like tons of. Then you have to get copper. I mean, there's all these things. Here's the fun thing. It's a, it's a, it's a really interesting game. It's really fun. I'm enjoying playing it. Um, I'm actually right now in the middle of courting uh, a gentleman that I would like to marry. His name is Audit. Okay. And I want to... I wanna, marry this guy because he's a tree farmer he's nice looking he seems really nice and you know peaceful he's not super like aggressive like a couple of the like, there's these civil whatever's they're supposed to be like civil guards they're supposed to be like oh protecting everybody but i kind of get a sinister feeling from them so i kind of avoid them a little bit and just try to play nice with them but I really want to try and marry this guy. So I'm getting, building up my relationship with him and I'm giving him gifts and trying to find out what he really likes. And I, for a while I couldn't figure out what the heck I was doing. The camera's really off and weird. Like if you're focused straight ahead, if you're in the caves and you're hacking away with a pickaxe, you're like, all of a sudden you're staring straight, no blinding light. And you're like, what is that? It's your reflection of your headlamp on the rock and you can't see what you're doing. So you just have to kind of keep swinging or move your camera around that's one negative the other negative is it's not obvious what you need to do sometimes like trying to um trying to build some of your stuff you don't realize that you need both controllers and you need to press down on your right joystick instead of moving the joystick because moving the joystick does one thing but pressing down selects something because normally you think well i press this other thing no that'll do something else and you're like i it's really not intuitive so it took me a while to get used to that and if you have the option to play this game and if you have the option of you know uh, getting some sort of walkthrough or some helpful hints or tips I highly recommend doing it get yourself to the point where you kind of feel like okay now I know what I'm doing with this it, it can be and it is a fun game so like I said I'm wooing the the really cute tree farmer right now to try and get him to marry me so that um, he'll actually like Apparently, he likes to get up really early and present you with gifts when he wakes up, so. Okay. So, yeah. So, there's, and there's, like, like, oh, the other thing I totally missed. There's all these crazy animals on the island. So, like, there are these llamas that are colorful. They're, like, pink and fluffy, and they bounce around, and they jump. And you can't do anything with them unless you trap them. You have to capture them in these cages, and then you can, like, ride them around, like, horses. You could actually get horses, but you have to have your own stable in order to keep them. There's these, what they call Mr. Ladybugs, and they're ginormous, like people-sized ladybugs that are male ladybugs, but they're wearing, and they're wearing like top hats and canes, and they dance around the, the little area. Okay. And you don't want to hit them, because if you do, they kind of go, Aah. and then there's these um, <clears throat> blowfish that, or urchins or something that like they have balloons tied around their waists and they're like I can't explain it you have to see it but they they when you hit them with a, with an axe or a weapon or something they drop their spines and then you use the spines to make umbrellas I mean it's just mm. there's all kinds of crazy things and you'll get these like requests to do things and you're like yeah sure and then you come
Okay, well, there a phone call came in and uh, paused the recording. So we have no idea what we missed. So it was a spam risk. But but you know, I think you gave a Look, great. It's a really idea. fun game. It's a really fun game. It's it's basically <clears throat> it's not intuitive. Mm-hmm. But once you get the hang of what you're supposed to do, you start looking at oh, I need to do this by a certain time. You know, certain shops and certain buildings are only open certain hours, so you have to make sure you go there first or do that whatever, or you have to do something first and then go to there and then you know. So you, you can you can change your settings in the game. I don't know how to change some of the settings, but. but it's it's actually not a bad game. It definitely sounds like it's a <clears throat> it's a mashup of different parts of different games. So yeah, it, it, it does sound combi- interesting. It combines a lot so. of the it combines what I would consider the good parts of some games, but it's also uh, the the big downfall for me or the big downside to me is that it's not intuitive. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So um, wow, if you have played it. Uh, let us know, and if not, uh, and you try it out, uh, let us know what you think. So, uh, you can send us an email at feedback at ridealongpod.com. Mm-hmm. And until next time, this is Jeff and Colleen saying see you later. Bye bye.